shows every Sunday. Here we go. Hello? Yo. Okay. My bad. <laughs> I was confused. I was like, wait, what's, what, what's next? Yeah, I had my volume down, too. Oh. <laughs> How you doing, man? Hanging in there, homeboy. You watching the, the election? <laughs> Fuck and no. For real. Same thing. As long as I for you, I'm going to sleep. For sure. That's what I'm gonna do too. I can't I can't do it. The nerves. You better be. Say it again? I said it'll be what it be. Oh yeah. <sighs> I don't want to do this again. Like, let's just get this over with. Like, let's, 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 if we got another four years, let's get it over with. And I wouldn't even be surprised if we did. Yeah, me neither. I'm like, that's where I'm at. It's like, uh, I really want homeboy to win, but I don't know. Too many rappers, too many rappers going Republican, going like nothing wrong with that, but it's kind of fringe. Republican, it's not really the like real Republican. Cause yeah, I mean, you, you go with the party that um, you know best fit what you're trying to get done. Yeah, yeah, because I have a bunch of black Republican family members, but they're not Trump supporters though. They they actually voted for Biden and stuff, and they voted for Obama too. Uh, but yeah, it shouldn't be like. A status or whatever. Uh, <laughs> you vote for the candidate that's best for the job. <laughs> it shouldn't be parties. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird because like it's too, it's too vague. And then I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a political analyst or a scientist or anything like that. So I don't know shit. I just be rapping and shit. Yeah. I'm looking at the map right now, and Biden is ahead. So. Say it again. So I'm looking at the map right now, and Biden is ahead. I mean, he's okay. He's one thirty-one to ninety-two. Okay. Hey, let's see how I look at midnight. <laughs> I mean, looking at the map, and in comparison to the uh, electoral votes, the majority of the map is red. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because some states have more power because they got more people. Yeah. And all that stuff like that. Like Texas, Cali, New York, surprisingly. Uh, New York looks tiny, but it got like too uh, much. Buku people, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this, this is crazy. Like, I'm, I'm just all pol- politics outed. <laughs> this year is crazy. None of it at all. I mean, yeah. honestly, and I talked about it a little while ago. I said, it don't fuck with my day to day, so I don't give a damn. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it, like, it don't fuck with my day to day. It just give me, you know, that little anxiety, like, oh, damn, what is he about to do now? Like, is he about to become a dictator? You know how, like, yeah. everybody be kind of over exaggerating sometimes and they kind of get in your head a little bit. But, I mean, it don't bother me, but I'm just. I'm just done with all the, you know, like the uh, constant talks of politics. Yeah. The next you know. thing that we talk about, and it'll be 
you know, four years later till we see it again is the Olympics. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, the Olympics, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because this, I don't know how, how it was for you growing up, but I know for me growing up, people barely talked about politics until it was time to vote. But then, but I don't know, it's something about, I don't know, this time it's like, no, nah, that's all we talking about every day. <laughs> it's been a little bit in my life and I knew about it and you know, of it because my mom always worked the poles. Mm-hmm. Not the stripper poles, the lecture, lecture poles. P-O-L-L. <laughs> Not the P-O-L-E. Yeah. P-O-L-L. <laughs> I just actually, like, I'm, I'm over here front and I actually learned that today. The difference between... <laughs> Now, 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 let me let me see. Let me ask you something that might blow your mind, in, in regards to stripper poles. Right? Did you know they spin? Huh? I, now that you say it, I guess I did, but I never thought of that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. They, I spin. Yeah. The the poles themselves actually spin. It's not the the actual dancer oh. that does the twirls. Wow. Damn, I didn't know that. <laughs> See? See, a lot of people don't know that. Dang. I mean, a lot of, I mean, you, you get to one of these backwood strip clubs or whatever. Or <laughs> Post- they, they, them poles is fixed to the ground and to the ceiling. They ain't going nowhere. But majority of strip clubs, the actual pole that the dancer dances on, it spins, it rotates. You know, and see, I've only seen uh, stripper pl- poles on TV. I've never actually been to a strip club. I need to go. I've never been. I need to go. Just a bucket list thing, right? Yeah, it's a bucket list thing. I think I'm going to go. Yeah, uh, whenever, um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, whenever, when California, I don't know if they're, I don't know what their um, policies are on strip clubs right now. But whenever they open. See, they had a dude down here that made a workaround or whatever. He, because it was a, a strip club, you know, they got the designator of being. I, I I forget what the designator is, but if you were in that designator for you know an adult establishment, you could not be open during the shit or whatever. Yeah. But they worked around it and made the designation status a restaurant. <laughs> so uh, open the wings. <laughs> wings and things. Oh, wings and things out here is crazy. I don't know if you've ever been to wings. I've and heard things. of it, but I've never been to a proper one. Yeah, it is is it's wild. Like they got so many. Like they make uh wing stop look like kind of like childish because they they got all kinds of uh flavors and sauces <laughs> and mixtures and stuff. I think I think uh. I think Atlanta period has them though on wings period. Cause they got the lemon pepper wet and stuff like that. That I found out about the last time I was in Atlanta. It's like, Oh my God, what? It's real. I thought this was just on a, what's that show Gambino got Atlanta. Oh, it's Atlanta. Atlanta right. Yeah. It's in Atlanta. There you go. Yeah. In Atlanta. Atlanta's the goat. Yeah. I haven't been there in many years. I need to go back. Oh, yeah, man. I need to go, too. I went 2017 because we went to um, 
bury my dad's uh, ashes right next to his mom's grave. It was like, like I know this sounds bleak and dark, but it was the coolest thing because I got to see like three generations of like uh, graves of people with my last name. I, I don't know. I just thought that was pretty cool. History, man. Yeah, history for real. Shit. Yeah, I damn. Last time I went to Atlanta was 2009. Oh, damn. Yeah. 2009. That was a good year. Yeah, that was like a year after me and my wife got married or something. Awesome. Or something like that. Yeah. And we went there because my nephew, he lived in Colorado now. He, he lived there then at the time, too. But he rapped and shit, and he had a show in Atlanta. And I hadn't seen him prior to that event in probably like eight or nine years. Damn. So we drove from Savannah, Georgia to Atlanta, which was about like four hours to go see him perform and hang out with him for the weekend. Damn, that's what's up. That's what's up. Atlanta's Atlanta's pretty big. Like we kind of underestimate that. It's like, I don't think it's Cali levels. No. A stretch, but it's pretty like, like four hours from Savannah to uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty. Atlanta's just, Atlanta's like the, the uh, for me at least, it's the like a spiritual awakening for me. <laughs> Every time I go to Atlanta, like I find out something new or something life-changing happens. Like the first time I ever went to Atlanta, I got to see, um, Dr. King's house and went to his, his, uh, the museum. And like, we got to see, uh, his childhood house and all that stuff. And then of course, uh, going to the underground mall and then seeing through the wire for the first time at Foot Locker. So, and then recently when I went, I found out about my family history and shit and how they were involved in the uh, civil rights movement and all that. It's always something like, mind-blowing I figure out like it's like it's like the uh astral plane <laughs> astral plane in wakanda or just like going to wakanda i don't know i mean that's what ti called it but i don't know i don't want to make that comparison so atlanta is your wakanda yeah but <laughs> <laughs> shit man I, I i the reason i want to go back now is because um Tyler Perry opened that big ass studio out there. Oh wow! And, and you could go see it. You could go like in it and all that. I I think at, before because it opened before all this pandemic shit was, and it was slated I think to do start doing tours maybe twenty twenty early twenty twenty one. So I was excited about that. You know, even though I kind of soured on his movies and shit or whatever. You know, I still think. That's a monumental, that's a big thing for that studio to be there. Because, I mean, yeah. as he said many years ago, that he trying to build the Black Hollywood in Atlanta. And, you know, and I, I think that's that's a good look. Because he can do, he, can, he does it all himself. He doesn't need yeah. anybody. He has the studio. He has the property. He, he has his own fucking White House there. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Like, that's crazy. Like, I mean, people say what they want. They criticize Tyler Perry all they want, but that man is brilliant. And like, I, yes, I admire, I admire everything he does. Like, I had my moments where I was like, "Oh, this is weird." But like, when I was a kid, uh, my my mom she would take us to his plays. Like, and his plays were like entertaining as hell. Like, say what you want, 
And say what you want even about the new movies where the wigs is off. The, <laughs> the, the or uh, wig, man. Yeah, the, 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 what else, like some, in, the continuity in between scenes and shit is all fucked up. Like, yeah. but the man is like doing everything himself. He's writing, producing, directing. Yes, and dressed up as Medea. <laughs> like, he's cold. Yeah. He's cold. I went to his, um, the farewell tour for Medea. When they came here to Houston or whatever, me and wife, me and my wife went see that, and it was right. real good. I enjoyed it, you know. I mean, because the plays, you know, it's still it's it's almost um, improv to an extent, yeah. you know, because he changed shit up on the fly. Because if you go see a play live versus what may come out on um, a DVD when they do the plays on DVD or whatever you might get a different experience being there live than what you get on that actual DVD because they change shit up every time. Exactly. I remember going to one of his plays. I forgot which. I think it was Medea's Go to Jail. I think it was Medea's Go to Jail. Mm -hmm. I was in high school, I think. But, um, like, I remember there was people coming in and uh, he he changed up his play surrounding around them coming late. He's like, see these black people coming in late. They yeah. all in late. <laughs> and he made, and he went on like a tangent for like a few minutes, and it like, and then we saw it on the DVD. I don't know where he uh, recorded the final version, but it was different. And then there was some different stuff, like um, there was a scene where a girl got beat up, yeah. and then on the DVD version, the scene was changed to where the girl Medea came in and beat the guy up instead. Like, mm-hmm. it, like I don't know. It, I don't know. That's dope to me. I like yeah. improvisation. Like, that's dope. Yeah, because um, sometimes you just get, you how you're saying, you get into those rants or whatever, and he'll go on about some shit that wasn't even in the script. And he'll even say that. He's like, I know I'm going off script or whatever, but I got to yeah. <laughs> get, ch- get this off my heart, off my chest. Yeah, for real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love his place. I, ain't, I can't even front on dude. Like, he's dope. Mm-hmm. Tyler Tyler Perry's dope. Like I can't even you can't I mean like I get it production values kind of drop with the Netflix stuff but I'm sure like once he's get some time to really sit down or get a writer's room. I don't know if he even wants a writer's room. I I don't think he I think he said he doesn't want one but um like it, it'll it'll go back up. It'll go yeah. back up. Like dude is dude is dope. Yeah, cuz I mean just think about that now. That studio, I mean, he can do all this stuff, all he, all, anything that he want at a, at a whim, at a drop of a dime, anything. He can do it there. But right. <laughs> with that flexibility also, people don't have to go to Hollywood and rent studio lots and everything. They can go to Atlanta and probably get it for cheaper. Yeah, and I think, I think people could actually live in some of those houses. Yeah. <laughs> so you could even have a cast stay in there if you want. Like, it's a fun. It's actual it's functioning, functioning yeah. house. Like that is crazy. It's not and a prop. It's not a prop. Man's a genius. Also, what I I um, enjoy as well is um, he has his own Hollywood Walk of Fame in there. Oh yeah, that's so right. Like, so you got um, uh, Cicely Tyson and a whole bunch of other actors that's in there. Michael J. White's in there. A whole bunch of people is in there now. I, I right. don't know the exact names, but they, he got his own Hollywood Walk of Fame in there. That's dope. That's that's dope. That's dope. You can't hate on that. Dude went from living on the streets in his car and everything to what he got now. That's fucking amazing. 
his own fucking studio. That's <laughs> like, come on, man. I mean, like, that's inspirational, if anything. If not anything, if you don't like his movies, just like as a as a black man, like, or even just being black, period, man, or female or male, like, like that's somebody to look up to in a way. Like, no, it is not in a way. It is like somebody to look up to. Like, if you if you have aspirations of being something great, like, there you go. Yeah, because I mean, his his hustle is a. Uh unlimitless as Keith Lee would say <laughs> mm, Keith Lee that's a good that dude is amazing uh, you've been keeping up with the wrestlings a little bit a little bit yeah, I'll same. be watching I'll be watching the uh recaps and shit recaps and then the pay-per-views I've been keeping up with the paper I didn't watch Hell in a Cell but uh the one before that one which was which one was that I forgot the one before that one, yeah, I got you. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like one of them new named ones, like that just they just made up. But with the one where uh, Roman became tribal chief, well, he he became official tribal chief at Hell in the Cell, yeah. Hell, but that shit was hard. Roman, my <laughs> boy, finally got well. where he needs to be. Yeah, and see, and everybody talk about, oh, they should have did this. A long time ago, yada yada yada, and this. Uh, but if they did it then, it wouldn't be as good as it is now, right? And you know, if they did it way back when or whatever, what the fuck would Roman Reigns be doing right now? <laughs> He'd be a baby face that nobody likes right now. Mm-hmm. I think I think everything is meant, you know, in professional wrestling and in life, everything is meant to yeah. happen for a reason. Yeah, it just need a. Like for me personally, everything happening for a reason. Need to hurry the hell up, <laughs> so, <laughs> I get to, so I get to where I want to be. Cause that, man, I, I mean, like you know how I view life as wrestling. I think I told you that before. I kind of view she's just wrestling. Like I'm, I'm still stuck in the indie scene right now. Like, yeah, <laughs> frustrated trying to get to NXT or something like <laughs> and just think about that aspect of it too I mean what what would be as far as music and everything goes what would be NXT you know because uh, we, we consider WWE like the big leagues or whatever yeah. you know, even though NXT is owned by WWE is like a smaller you know subsidiary of it yeah that. so NXT would be it's not too far from me like I just, I just need the, the. Um, I don't want to blame it on anything else, but like it's kind of like, if I, you know, if I had the right people in place, the PR, the, the uh, marketing and stuff, then I'd be NXT, and then it'd be immediately WWE. I got you. Like I'd, you know, cause cause like I've worked with people who has the, who's the NXT like. All the people I produce for, they're all NXT mm-hmm. on their way to WWE. Like, so I, I just that, need to. That's um, kind of that kind of remind me of a dude I had on here, uh, Josiah Williams, the uh, wrestling flow guy. Oh yeah, he is sick, man. He's dope. I had him on here way back before he signed, and it was like um, I, I seen what he was doing, and that was I. It's kind of like 
you in a sense or whatever. He was just doing his own thing, incorporating that NXT and everything else into what he was doing. And then they pulled him up into what they were doing. I was just like, ah. (laughs) That was a smart move. That was so brilliant. Like, I I didn't expect them to do that. But when they did that, I was like, oh, my God, that is so smart. In-house, like, he about to be doing everybody's thing. Like, he's going to work with the, you know, the, 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 uh, I don't know who the the new Jim Johnston people are. It's, I know it's a duo, but I, I can't remember their name. But I know like, it was CFOs, but they left. CFOs. Well, they CFOs gone. gone. Yeah. Who's there now? I don't know. <laughs> what the? F- but see, what was cool about uh, Josiah though? He made a couple of theme songs for people that's in AEW, like uh, Sean Spears. He made his int- intro. Oh, uh, dope. And um, some other people that's out floating around in the independence and whatnot. So his name and his uh, music is out there outside of freaking WWE. So that's pretty cool as well. Yeah. And see, he carved him a like nice cold niche. Cause people don't understand like wrestling fans. If they get their hands on something they like, it's yeah. good. Like it, it don't really matter what you talk about. Like if you talk, if you just do that, like what he does, I know he, he's like, he has songs outside of wrestling concepts. Yeah, yeah, he's a, but, a what I don't know what the proper term for it is a is not is not a gospel rapper, but I mean it's more religious like. Religious like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a cold another cold niche. Like, yeah. He he's good. Like that dude is solid. Like he and he's freaking like he he has all those capabilities that I see like in the rappers that are you know at the top level like he got a dope flow his cadence is ridiculous like he be hopping in and out of patterns he knows his pocket like he could rap over any beat damn near mm-hmm. like he's solid <laughs> yeah uh, i like really enjoy his stuff like he's I remember, um what blew my mind he rapped over that um the old bray wyatt intro <sighs> the catching fly yeah he, he rapped over that shit, and I was like, damn, that's good as hell. And yeah. What like, really blew my mind, what made me feel proud and shit, is um, after he got signed, he rapped out um, for Adam Cole. He walked him to the ring and shit. I was yeah. like, oh! Yeah, I remember that. that I was, was like, that's that dude. Cole. <laughs> and then he yeah, got man. big time, and I ain't never heard from him since. <laughs> oh, man. Nah, he'll be back. He'll be back on. He's just busy, man. I understand. I know. I'm just fucking around. But I'm not really. But I am. Not really. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But damn, before we get to the uh, what we was talking about previous, before we started the interview, or just the bullshit session, really, um, you hear the new Buster Rhymes album? I haven't yet. I was listening to a little bit of it on the way home. I haven't. I know it's good though. I'm gonna check it out. But see, Busta Rhymes, like people don't understand, like this timeless. This nigga's pop, like he, like, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, like, because to me, the word pop for any musician musician means that you're the shit. Like this nigga, like just look at his catalog. That's just pop, like, and he's still like, and it's rare for you to go pop, but then still have the street. Like people still respect you and stuff like that. A lot of rappers from the '90s was able to do that in uh, late to early 2000s. 
Yeah. Like Dipset, Dipset, that shit was pop. You can't tell me that wasn't pop. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody was singing that shit. Uh, that was played everywhere. Yeah, like, come on. Like, that's what I want to do. In game, that for me, the in game <laughs> is to be like, to be able to make songs on on that level, like that could compete with the Prince's and the Michael Jackson's and stuff, but still just rapping, you know, like, mm-hmm. but that um, shit is up there is timeless. And like, you can listen to any time. Yeah. I mean, you got the, you got the potential for that now. It's just, you know, when the time is right, that catalog is already there. And then people going to latch on to something that you did recently. And be like, Oh, that's dope. And then you know how it works, man. You have yeah. one hit song and then people got to be like, who is this Sir John Lee? I must find out more than they. <laughs> what is this? What is this? What is this? Her. What is, what is this freaking goddamn digital pyramids? <laughs> what is what is this? Bless you. What is this? Man, like to this day, like almost, um, I wouldn't say every day, but almost every day I get a notification like through my DMs like, oh man, I just heard bless you. This this shit is so cold, like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> like, that song, every, like, it's like, and it doesn't matter, that song is like four years old. Yeah. But, like, every time a person hear it, it's like, it's brand new, it still sounds, like, recent, you know, so. Um, uh, that what, song, I te- what I tell you, I, I started uh, picking up a uh, Twitch, and I'll jump on there, here and there, and whatnot, but my waiting screen, while the str- people are waiting for the stream to start, I played an instrumental to bless you on there. Sick. And people are daggone either send me a message or they'll be in the chapter like, what the hell is that? I'm vibing, man. What is this? I'm like, that's Sir John Lee. And I put a link into the uh, the chat and shit. I, and you know, it's funny. I know we only, we supposed to be talking about He's for Wolves, but that's, bless you is the first song I created on that album. Mm-hmm. That was the first one. That was the very first one. And like, I wouldn't even at that time I wasn't even really rapping like that. I was just making beats more so. But like a situation <laughs> like me and a you remember the original wrestling junkies, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. The three of us. That's how I so, found you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So so me and uh T'Challa, we kind of bumped heads because our relationship is kind of about pushing each other. We're always pushing each other. And he's at a position, he's always been at a position where I wanted, like, to get to or get above or get close to, you know? So, like, he's, like, kind of a, like, let me see. Like, if, all right, so he's kind of like Shawn Michaels and I was, like, Triple H. Mm-hmm. And so, like, and then around that time, I, I was feeling a little confident I'm not even gonna lie. I start producing a little bit for some people, and it was kind of like, "No, I could do this on my own. Like, I don't need you." Type of energy, but yeah. not really like that. It was just, not in a bad way. Just kind of like I want to be my own person, and like at that time, I suck at communicating. You'd be surprised, <laughs> chatty. As chatty as I am, I suck at communicating. Like I missed a couple of um, podcast uh, recordings. And he's like, you're being lazy, you know, like rightfully so getting on me. I didn't like that. I, you know, <laughs> I've developed the ego. So we just bumped heads and like he kind of like uh, he went his own way. I went my own way. Um, And uh, 
I think, no, actually, before that, it was a discussion we had, like, where he kind of digged into me, and then I, cre- and then I, it hurt my feelings. It hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> like, he hurt my fucking feelings. And, like, uh, Warren was like, man, just make a song about it. And I just made a song about it. So the song isn't dissing him at all. Like, it's not about him. It was just the energy from, like, feeling like trash, you know. And we, we cool now. Like, just a little little uh, heads up to you. The Wrestling Junkies podcast may be coming back soon. Word. With all three of us. Word. That's Shield is back. <laughs> no, but, yeah, we cool. But it was just misunderstanding because I missed those shows because of stuff going on with uh, my pops, he was real sick and I was kind of helping, you know. Yeah, understand. Like, I ain't tell the boys nothing. I just, you know, do my own thing. I suck at communicating. And then, you know, he assumed. And then, but it, it wasn't nothing big. Like, it was just, it was just misunderstanding. And, you know, so, I mean, but he helped me make Bless You, though. <laughs> so, yeah. so, like, I, I just made that. And then, uh, and actually... Uh, Pops was telling me like yo this is good enough you should come because it's this studio that he's been working at since he was a producer and he was like yeah you could come to the studio record that and he took me to uh, Pasadena Mr. Nolan Mr. Nolan was like no cursing (laughs) 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 only rules so so I changed it because bless you All right, here's the thing bless you was really fuck you for thinking I need you. Fuck you for thinking I need you. Not oh, bless. Damn. <laughs> so I had, but I had this ad lib of bless, bless, bless. I still had that, so I just changed it to bless you, and then we recorded the song and history from there. Me and and Dan hopped on it, and like, like I, I broke that joint so fast, dude. <laughs> like, cause I was really in my feelings. I was like feeling like really bad about it because like you know i wasn't telling everybody nothing so i had to deal with something and then they was kind of like poking at me it felt like but uh but yeah it was it was all good though yeah, that's a good ass song though yes it is yes it is <laughs> i never the, told anybody even the instrumental, that even the instrumental because that's that's what i play on the show you know yeah that it is solid it is and solid th- this is what i've noticed as of late, because I got some better equipment now. Mm-hmm. Um, the shit that you hide in your music. <laughs> oh man, you just because <laughs> like I had some, I bought some good, uh, got a good set of headphones one day, and I was just vibing or whatever. I had to put the shit on, just laying back, really listening to the music this time, and I'm just like, "What the fuck is that sound? What is this?" <laughs> You know, it's just like different little sound effects, reverb effects, or whatever it is that you be putting there. It's just like other levelly, otherworldly, and shit. It's just like I don't know what the fuck that is, but it, it's just it's hidden in there. It's, you got to be listening. Yeah, yeah, I kind of, I kind of do that a lot. Those little sneaky things, I call it layering, because, mm-hmm. um, honestly, damn, I yeah, I kind of get that from Kanye, because. Like, let, I remember when I used to listen to late registration a long time ago when I was a kid, you would kind of hear, like, depending on what ear hat. I remember me and Warren used to actually sit and listen to it at the same time, so we would share earbuds. And, like, on one ear, it would be playing something, and then I'd be like, man, I didn't hear that before. Hold up, what's that? Put both on, and then you hear stuff on the left side. You hear stuff panned on the right side. You hear, like, 
on one song, he only got the kick. I think it was on Gone. He has the kick on the right side and then all the strings on the left side and then the the sample. No, the samples on the – I can't remember, but you get you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just a lot of – I get that from just listening to that album over and over. And then also my pops too. He used to do that a lot when he was a producer. Like he – he was like a real, real producer. It wasn't like beat making. It was like, okay, I got this choir in here. All right, let me mic them this way. Let me mic the drums this way. Okay, the guitar's over here. Like, it's just insane amounts of room movement and placement mm-hmm. for depending on who's doing what, like where to put this. We gonna pattern this to, and it, excuse me, and it'd be like physical equipment. It wasn't the stuff in the computer. It was like, the compressor is right here. Yeah. <laughs> the EQ is right here. It's big ass monitors and shit. Like, yeah, I I never forget that shit. That that was and then all the different mics. Okay, what kind of mic are we using today? Like, we got this, and then like they they had the names for it and all that. I was like, what the f- the fuck? And then they even had I was like around the time when I was going there, Pro Tools was just starting to get popular. So some of the studios still had tape like and i actually have one of my dad's tape reels his real um tape for like i think it's for a a couple of songs i'm I'm not sure how many songs on there because i don't have a real reel so i can't play it but you need to find one then <laughs> yeah need to go to one thrifting one day but um yeah it, it's just insane like the same amount of like shit they used to do and have to do to get effects uh, they had a reverb room like and then, like, at some point, they had the reverb box and the like, it was just fucking crazy. So, seeing that shit as a kid, that's why I'd like do those little, I call them little tricks or layering uh, techniques. I forget what song it is. Manipulating space and shit. I forget what song it is. I, I, it's either her or her part two to where it's. You can probably break it down more to me. I don't know if it's, I don't even know if it's that song, but I was listening to one of them and the shit was playing forward and backward at the same time. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's her part too. That's yeah, yeah, part. yeah. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I never picked that up before because, you know, I just be, sometimes you listen to music and then other times you listen to music. Because I feel yeah. like the Carl Anderson. Carl Anderson. I'm thinking about <laughs> New Japan shit. Bullet Club. Bullet Carl Club. Thomas. Carl Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, his album Emotional. I love that fucking shit. I gotta check that out. I gotta check that and out. I damn. I would listen to that CD when it was a physical CD, uh, <laughs> front yeah. to back, and I know every nuance of his vocals, the freaking the melodies, everything for every track of that fucking CD. That's how much I used to listen to it. And then there's other songs and other CDs that I would listen to that I would just listen to. And I, all right, that's a dope song, but not to the level of that emotional album or even the Genuine, um, 100% Genuine album. It was the same thing with that one. I could tell you oh, yeah. every ad lib, adverb, all that shit for each song on that album. That's how much I listened to it and I knew it. But there was other albums that I would listen to that I thoroughly enjoyed but I just didn't hear it on the level that I heard those. Yeah. And now I'm just like coming around on your shit again to where like I heard this the last time and I like the song. And then now I'm 
just really hearing it now. Because even digital pyramids, you know, I tell you every, and I oh, tell yeah. anybody that listen how much I dig that song. But now that I got the better headphones and some equipment, you know, I had some time to just sit back and listen to it. And I was like, dog, there's so many intricacies to this, just the, the music, <laughs> not just the, yeah. even the words, but just the music. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, uh, I just, I don't know, I just love doing that shit, I love, like, art, because, like, with her, too, like, it is backwards and forward, like, uh, you're the first person who actually confronted me about that, ah, <laughs> but, I found but, uh, you out, motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it's, because, like, I, I just, like, I, I view, when I'm producing, for me, it's a puzzle, but, like, the shit is already made, I just got to put the pieces together. So like the shit is in my head are like, there's a sample that I could build around, you know, like uh, with that one, there's a sample that I built around and like, it was easy because the original song, I don't know how to explain this fuck, but it's like you play it backwards and it sounds the same. It's in the same. All right, because there's like the chord structure. It's almost like um, what was that damn Missy song? Yeah, it's like a loop. Yeah, it's that's what I'm saying. It's a loop. It's a mm -hmm. loop. In in it, not just because I took a four bar loop, but the eight bars I actually took. It's four bars. Like let's say, just for an example, and this ain't even music terms. I just want you to like understand it. So it's say like. It's A, B, C, D, mm -hmm. and then D, C, B, A. Yeah. So it's a perfect loop. Like it does, it's continuous. So like when I, when I did it backwards, it still kind of sounds the same, mm -hmm. you know, like it's, it's, it's freaky and like. Yeah. Cause I mean, you, you get that little, like that wisp when you play something backwards, that little. Whoosh, yeah. Whatever. But it, I mean, it's still. You know, I still hear it, you know. Yeah, you still you still hear it. And then the little DJ effects I put in there too. And shit. Like even Digital Pyramids has a lot of hidden shit. Like if yeah. I showed you if I showed you the uh session file of that, like it would be like you'd be kinda overwhelmed. This is like twenty <laughs> tracks for no reason. Like it's shit that's in there that you can't even hear. Like it's like, why did you put that in there if nobody could hear it? It's like, like I don't know. I just... know it's there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just I just like to layer stuff. Like I don't know, but yeah, a lot of even if uh, I don't know if you yours is, yours is the the music that you make is like um, what I would do with uh, files on Photoshop. Oh yeah. And see, and see, like I, I used to be a Photoshop junkie, so I like it. Kind of Photoshop, uh, doing Photoshop's and like taking photos and then editing pictures, pe people's uh face off or like putting in another background. It's all the same shit to me. Yeah. Making beats, Photoshopping, all that shit, like videography, photography. It's all the same shit. In my head, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know if anybody else thinks like this, but like, cause I feel like, like I said, when I create, it's a puzzle, but the shit is already made. I just have to put the puzzle pieces together and then it's fixed and it's like there. Like whether I'm getting this weird melody in my head, like on full profit, 
and that one that one's really simple actually that was only like uh four or five tracks as far as beats and then as far as the beat the production goes and then my voice is like 10 tracks <laughs> <laughs> like because even on that one like i have i have a vocal panned all the way to the right i have a vocal panned all the way to the left i have like shit popping up in and there i'm harmonizing on on like the bottom of my rap vocal like it, it's a lot of great and like all the new stuff it's it sounds similar to like faux profit as far as like layering and stuff like that like mm-hmm. everything's kind of spacey and sci-fi and it's just blue it's just all blue it's all blue <laughs> blue is the color now this the slow the slogan I bit this from uh Pink Floyd when they were doing the marketing for um for uh Dark Side of the Moon. Like I bit the tagline when I do when I do my uh marketing it's uh uh wait, where is it? Let me let me look at it real quick because I can't remember it off the top. So Yeah, where is it? I had it in my notes. Uh, let me look over here. It's in the notes. It's in the notes. It's not. It's not there. It's gone. Um. Oh, you can have them. You can have them all. Any color. You can have them all. Any color you like. They're all blue. <laughs> that's that's the that's the tagline for the next one. But yeah, yeah, man. I just like. I don't know. I'm. A, I guess I, I don't know. I just look like I look at it all as one big art project, and like I'm just figuring stuff out, like now, the, putting this color. Now, right when here. you talk about um heats with wolves and everything, because I know you wanted to get into that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just damn um like to me, the two songs that leap out to me uh, when I listen to the whole album is a uh, rock right now and uh. What's the other one? Hollywood. Oh yeah, Hollywood. Nobody yeah. likes that one. <laughs> that's the one. Well, that's what I'm saying. Um, uh, what I want to rock right now. Uh, rock right now with the John Singleton story. Whatever. Yeah, what, yeah. Could you 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 label that weird to me? <laughs> but that song in Hollywood, they seem like those were bonus tracks on this album. Yeah, you could say that. You could say that because they kind of deviate from the theme in a way because this this it really didn't have a theme to be honest like mm-hmm. there wasn't no there was it was just like no I'm lying there is kind of a theme there is kind of a theme it's being the little boy that eats with wolves that hangs out with the wolves but well actually they do kind of fall in the theme never mind never mind <laughs> I'm lying they do they do I mean, but, but sound wise, they kind of fall out. Yeah, they're just like they stand out different from just the rest of the album, to, you know, it, to me at least. And then like Hollywood, I mean, I liked it. But I don't, what, yeah. what, what was the, the critique that you was getting for that? Oh, nobody, I, it wasn't that people hated it. It's just like nobody ever picks that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I mean, like, I, I don't know. I would have, I would have left it off. Uh, hindsight maybe cause like um 
there's there's nothing wrong with it. It's just I know it just I don't know. Like, it was a little extra. Yeah, it just it feel different. Yeah. And what was um? But that's but that's actually one of my favorite sample based beats on there. Yeah, I like that. And then um. I like the freaking the the John Singleton one, the rock right now. Yeah, a lot of people pick that one as their favorite. Yeah, because I mean it, it's a jam. I feel like that can be played just about anywhere as well. It gives me like, not, I don't know. It's just like when I think of that, I think about summertime, like the Will Smith song and the season itself. Yeah, 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 like. Cause all right, with the whole album, what I was trying to capture was like the the iconography of like the old West Coast music videos, like the Let Me Rides. Even even summertime, that was in my vision board, actually, like that you say. Cause Hollywood was like, I wanted that one to I wanted that one to have a video and I kinda wanted to copy summertime. Mm-hmm. And uh like uh like everything was just west coast west coast west coast as far as visually like i wanted to capture you know boys in the hood like all the john singleton film like cause yeah. the reason i named it rock a john singleton film because i was inspired by mostly john singleton films and even um and, and i was gonna name it the uh what are the brothers the two brothers who uh did menace to society oh don't get me lying to you and um, yeah, those guys, I was going to name it there, but John Singleton just sound better. But I was just, I was consuming all these classic West Coast gangster movies, like at the, t- when I was making it, like, uh, so those, those were the things that were inspiring me. So like with my sounds, even though I'm not a very West Coast sounding producer, like I tried to my best to kind of get that feeling. I was listening to nothing but um ah oh, damn the chronic at that time. I was listening cuz like it just felt like the atmosphere around me just felt like the chronic like because what I w- what was going on at that time was I was producing like a ton of artists. I was like I did FYI's album um, D Rock's album. Uh, I wanted to produce some for uh, Ronnie, but she has her own vision. You know, like she's yeah. a fucking genius and within her own self, and she she knows how to produce her own thing. But she, but Ronnie was at the house like damn near every day with my little sister. Like, and like we weren't even creating; we were just goofing off. Like her, and my little sister would just be clowning and goofing off and shit. And then like one day, I think. I think it it was only one time where I was like, oh, you should record over this. And then, like, it was almost time for a leave. And she just recorded 11, like, and just and dipped right after. <laughs> <laughs> like, she was there, like, damn near for five hours. But she just knocked that shit out, like, real quick. She's brilliant. And, like, so FYI was around. Uh, he came to the house and did his verse for Bullet Club. Uh uh d-rock i went to him to drop off like the stems so he could mix some of the shit and he was like bro you you recording this over the performance mic and i was like yeah yeah because the thing was 
we were gonna we were supposed to record everything like we recorded bless you but then my pops had got real sick and went back in the hospital and never came back out you know yeah so like i i didn't feel comfortable doing that same ritual going to pasadena because he would be driving and we used to be listening to kendrick and anderson park and he'd be like innocent pack not park what the hell but and he'll be talking about like how he liked the way they own that pimp shit they be talking that old school play of pimp shit and like we be, you know it was good times and like i didn't want to do that without him there like even though nolan who's a dope legendary uh music director and engineer and shit like i just didn't feel right so i rec- instead of um instead of just uh taking the demos to the next level i just recorded them left them as is and then me and d-rock and shantu and uh i think glenn he they figured out we figured out ways around it i did have to re-record a lot over with the uh condenser mic but i was recording this shit on a performance mic but uh like i said everybody was over at the house barrington was over at the house uh a lot um and he he recorded the intro. He's the guy who did the the cover art and stuff. Her, him and um, B. Stewart. And there's actually a shitload of a uh, of uh, skits that him and B. Stewart did together. Like it's just it's just like an hour long conversation they're having about how it is living it in L.A. and not being necessarily gangster. And yeah, it's it's just a bunch of shit. There's a bunch. Of, there's even a bunch of demos and songs that that didn't make it on on there like but we would just we would just record at the house and then i would leave to go to atlantic the atlantic studio with uh, my homegirl lady t i'll play her the demos on the studio so she's like yeah that shit hard and then we would go work on her album then i'll get inspired from something that we worked on her album with and i'll bring it back home and tell all the homies the homies be over warren be over we'd still be recording the podcast and shit uh everybody was just at the house like and we was eating <laughs> that's why the album was called he eats with wolves we was literally like everything was recorded in the living room and like it just felt like we were making the chronic to me like i know it's not the chronic i'm not comparing <laughs> it like it's nowhere near the damn chronic but it just felt like how you know in the nwa movie when you see uh dre working with with um uh snooping them and all that how everybody's just over their house and they having a good time and they recording and shit it just felt like that is like i never felt so surrounded by like incredible dope people like these all these people all these artists are like freakishly good like and i'm like why do they want to work with me like this doesn't make any sense (laughs) so like you know, it, it was a very fun process, and like, um, I'm never gonna try that attempt that again because the circumstances that made this album was um, very unique. You know, me losing my dad and me needing support from people like to get through that because I didn't really, I didn't feel like I mourned my dad dying. It was kind of like I cried at the funeral, and then we just kept working. But I had Lady T, I had uh, Ronnie, I had. Uh, Olive, Olive, son, uh, Olive, and um, FY. Everybody was just there, support JK, Warren, and my little sister. Everybody, like everybody, was just there. Like we, just, we just recording 
an album, <laughs> like for no reason. I didn't even think I could do an album, to be honest with you. This is the first time I thought. I know uh, you probably count um, Melancholy, but that's more of an EP. You know, I still count it as an album now. Like, but um, yeah, I didn't think I could do anything like that. So, like, creating something like that so collaboratively and like just having a community and the support was just so freaking dope. Like, and that that's why that album is so special. Like, it's because it's 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 really like it's really like just the homies just coming to check up on me at the end of the day and seeing if i'm good and like you want me to rap on this i'll rap on this and it just became i don't know how it became this thing like because that that thing it was pretty a sizable amount of big when i put it out like people really messed with it I, I don't i don't understand why i didn't understand why then but but yeah it was pretty cool man yeah like i've known people to say they've had a career in music and they've made like you know i do air quotes right now albums and you know records and eps or whatever have you whatever you want to call it and that in comparison to he eats with wolves it it is they're not even in the same playing field or whatever i mean no disrespect to them i mean they did yeah. what they did with what they had so i can't fault them for that but just quality wise and everything it, your shit sound to me like anything that i would download off of the new hot shit off of itunes or spotify or something like that like oh wow thanks man appreciate it came it. from interscope or freaking Atlanta records or whatever, you know, shit. I don't even know what record labels are still alive right now. That's how I fall away. <laughs> they still alive. The, the label's still alive. Music or whatever, man. But that's what that shit sound like to me. That's, I, as I said, excellence, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then you came through with the with the thing of that. People look like I got so much flack for that skit at first. <laughs> and then people just turn, and then out of nowhere, people just love that the hell out of that that skit that you did, like, cause, cause it was like a, a you know, what you said about the mumbling motherfuckers and how I'm better. Than <laughs> I was like, hey man, I didn't tell him to say that. He just said that. I'm. It sound hot. I'm putting it over there. I don't care. <laughs> well, I mean, cause that's what I feel. Cause I mean, we we've had this conversation many a times. I mean, even when the album was coming out, and even before the uh, album was coming out. It is is a uh, term of phrase that you used and it stuck with me. Is uh audio audio what is audible clarity? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like yeah. yeah, they got some dope beats or whatever. It make me feel some type of way, but I'm not understanding what these motherfuckers are saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I remember like my reason cuz like I don't know, like cuz mumble rap it isn't real to me, like, because it's just like how um, when hip hop first came out or even in the 90s and, the, and stuff, I don't understand what they're saying. Like, that's what the, the old heads uh, used to tell tell us. And I'm, and I'm not talking about like old heads, like old heads, like 60, 70, mm -hmm. like they used to say, I can't understand it. So like, I kind of, I don't know. I always try to be open minded to everything that's like coming out, unless it's just whack. Yeah. Which is still kind of subjective. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
if anything now, to me, you know, a lot of the more current music, whatever is hot and popular, the beat is what really carry it. Say oh, yeah. you um, do a thing like how you did with False Prophet or whatever. If you would just put the acapella to a lot of them damn songs only on the fucking single. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, that some of them would be, some of them be hard. Some would be hard. That would be yeah, a fucking like, catastrophe, man. Even when we got back into the, when Panda came out. You know, oh, yeah. How we talked about um just the the breakdown of what he was saying in the lyrics for Panda. So smart shit, but it was just the damn execution. <laughs> right at six. Panda. I love designer, man. That that dude got a bad hand, man. Like he should he should have been way bigger than bigger than uh what he was, because that song was fucking out of here. I mean, it's kind of hard to recapture. Yeah. Recapture yeah. what you did. Actually, I have a story about trying to recapture what you did. Word. Bullet Club was made to recapture Bless You. Bullet Club was the second song I made. And what ended up happening was I was sending Bless You out to all these publication blogs and like, you know, personalities. And this one person who's big and prominent in LA, Shirley Youth, you, I don't know if I'm saying the last name right. I'm sorry if I'm if I'm butchering it, but Shirley, like, she emailed me back, and she's like, "Yo, this is really dope, but the song's three three uh, months old. Do you got another one?" And I didn't have another one, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shit!" And uh, and like a week later, I sent her Bullet Club. She didn't like Bullet Club, but you know, the Bullet Club became something pretty dope too. But I was trying to. Do the same thing I did with Bless You, but it didn't work out. Like Bless You, it it probably it's probably bigger. Probably bigger. Bullet Club has probably got more numbers than Bless You. I don't. I'm not sure. I have to check that. But trying to trying to recapture. (laughs) (laughs) Just try to recapture the moment. What was even the process around that? I know um, you were saying you're just trying to, you know. Catch, catch that lightning in the bottle again or whatnot, but like, what was the vibe with that track versus uh, Bless You? Well, first I had these bars about, those bars on the last part of Bullet Club, I had the Bullet, the uh, what is it, the Cody Rhodes name drop and the yeah. Kurt Angle and the the, uh, the Young Bucks mm-hmm. name drop, I had those bars written already and like I was at work just thinking like fuck <laughs> and then I just came and then I had this uh I remember it was this Japanese um song this song this Japanese song that I heard and it had this this certain um progression with the counter with the counter melody on it and I was just thinking of that over and over and I wrote to it and then I couldn't freaking find the song after that <laughs> so I had to had to uh I got another loop from um this this other loop that sounded similar and I built on that and put the drums and just recorded it there and then I was like okay I had another I had a rapper on the last song so let me get another rapper because I didn't think I was gonna be you know, I didn't think I was going to be rapping like that for real. 
So I got FYI. I was like, hey, I had Dan on the last one. You should hop on the, <laughs> this one. And then um, I sent it to her. She didn't like it. Uh, sent it to a couple of other people. They didn't like it. So I just put it out. And then when I put it out, the wrestling community like hopped on it and like it messed with it. So that process was like, it was just like trying to, like I said, come up with something similar. So with that one, so with that one, I believe there was a, was that a remix for that one or was there a remix for Bless You? There was a remix for Bless You. Okay. All right. Where I actually did this, did a diss. I took it down though. I remember vaguely hearing it or whatever. But I only, I think I heard it only once or twice. Because you, yeah, you had a girl on there too, right? Yeah, Ronnie was on there actually. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ronnie was on that one. Um, which which was a waste of a Ronnie collaboration. Like <laughs> I should have just I should have just uh, had her and Fy on it and just took my verse off. I could have did that. I got the file somewhere. I might re-up- re-upload yeah, it. Because I think you did like some visuals for that too, didn't you? It was like not a full-length video or anything like that, but it was just some visuals announcing the remix. Shit, I don't remember, man. Damn. I remember saying I don't remember. Something. I said, well, so would you making me the Sir John Lee encyclopedia now? I'm the one that's... <laughs> I'm that guy. <laughs> I, need, I need help with that because I... Like, honestly, like, it's so weird after um last year with what I what I um went through and stuff like that. A lot of the a lot of stuff I don't remember now. Like a lot of stuff is it, it's very vague memory. So like I just it just be gone. <laughs> like I'm like, damn, what is that? Like like uh some months ago I was going through songs and like I found like three songs that I don't remember making and they were all made like 2018 2018 and they're good but I don't know what the hell I'm talking about on there I ain't got no uh, lyrics I looked at my phone for the lyrics it, it was just creepy like I just be forget like I just forgot a lot of you're just probably in the zone, man. He's like, you yeah. did a lot of shit going on last year. And it was just like, I don't know. It was almost like what people, some people say is like, you know how you get, some people give, they drink so much that they black out. And yeah. other people will tell them like, man, you remember you did this shit last night? And I was like, nah, man, I don't remember none of that. And it's kind of like that. Your body goes on auto autopilot and everything. And <laughs> Yeah. Like I was talking to my, um, to my therapist and she said that's like pretty common that happens <laughs> when stuff like like it's like you said it's like like blacking out like when you're drunk and stuff like that but but yeah man it it, 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 it is kind of like spooky sometimes i, I want to know about this visual thing now <laughs> for the bless you remix yeah because that's how I, I knew you did it because i remember it was just like this little short little snippet or vignette or whatever you want to call it. it was, and it was just um, the remix is coming or some crap like that. And you, and I can't even go back and see if I can reference it or whatever because you yeah, know I'll be with your Instagram and shit. Deleting but, shit. Deleting shit and it'll just be gone and be nothing there. Be one picture then be 30 pictures then it's 
all colors and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck going on, man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm an artist. I'm an artist. No, just kidding. <laughs> Respect my vision, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. But yeah, like, uh, like it, it's crazy though, because you know I didn't even like he eats for wolves at all, right? Yeah, that's what you was telling me. <laughs> I was like, like "Ow, I, it's good." I didn't like it. I haven't listened to it since the night of the listening party. That was the last time I listened to it, and then I listened to it like a month. Ago. Wait, when was that? When was that? A month ago? Yeah, it had to be a month ago, maybe two months ago, and mm. like. I just put that bad boy on and I was like, damn, this shit hard. What the fuck? Why did I not like this? Like, this is hard. Like, this is pretty good. I don't know, because, I mean, some people are like that because there's actors that'll do films. You know, they spend months and months on a project and they won't even watch their own shit. You know? Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Some, oh, I know some people that don't even listen to their own podcast after they record it, you know? So it, it's kind of like that. It's not uncommon. And everything is just probably what everything that was going on in the midst of making that album and surrounding it and after it and all that stuff. It, that probably put a sour taste in your mouth. Something did that. Yeah, probably. I can see that. Yes. Yeah, because because I mean, like, man, like going through the files of the shit that didn't make it on. It was like kind of like, damn, <laughs> like. You got what you got some other songs that could have made it on there. Like I don't know. I think I was like just stuck in it to being a little short. Mm-hmm. Cuz I like short albums. But uh like there's a bunch of demos. There's a there's some more music with Ronnie. Uh there's some extra ver- there's different versions of the same um, songs like there's another version of rock which had a uh uh like a more of a godfather-esque string arrangement on it mm-hmm. like and it made it sound like an italian thing like yeah. <laughs> uh there's there's just a bunch of stuff and like and it's crazy because i produce like when i produced that when i made that album i was pro- i produced on like three other albums at the same time and we was all just playing tracks to each other and like so it was it was just a lot like it was yeah. it was a lot of stuff like i i don't that zone i was in i've been in that zone since but like that zone was crazy like of creativity so, I mean, what do you even do with those things now? You know, all the um, ones that didn't make the cut and everything. I mean, do you repurpose them for something else or, I mean. um, I might, I might, but like, like I try to, I actually try to post a video like the other day from that, like it was a promotional video and it was something that Ronnie song on and they like, and it was something that like we covered from another song and they took it down because uh it was Warner Brothers. They was like, Oh no, that's our shit. Yeah. It's like, no, it's a cover, bro. Like, damn, y'all killing me. But there's 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 another video for Bless You that Warren did. Uh yeah, I'd be interested to see what that looked like. Yeah, that it was like it was a a bachelor party. It was my bachelor party. So. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. I seen stills from that, the black and white joints. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, no, no. That's actually from the wedding. But the bachelor party, it was uh, 
dang, I probably took that picture down. But um, it was like a whole thing. I was smoking a cigar. It was kind of like a one shot thing we did, like where I would I start upstairs. I'm looking outside of the balcony. I'm smoking a cigar, not really smoking it because I can't smoke. I don't smoke. And then uh, I come down the stairs. Somebody hands me a bag. I put a bag on the table. Uh, my homie shoots pool. It's like all these like tricks. It was like an OK Go video. <laughs> yeah, it was hard. It was hard. Yeah, I did see. I mean, I didn't see like the video, but I saw images from what you were speaking about. Because I seen the cigar joint. I seen the pool uh, pictures or whatever. But like I said, you take shit down. So, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, because my gravy, I, I mean, I be feeling like my Instagram looks ugly. But I stopped deleting them. I just start uh, archiving them. So I could pull them back up now, like the ones from a certain era. Okay. Yeah, so, but yeah, man, like the whole process of this whole album, even to the Fin the Human video, like. Not that, yeah, that, that shit was cool as fuck. Yeah. And what old girl doing? Uh, Deja. What, what, what the she, hell? She moved to uh to let me guess, let me guess. Uh Sri Lanka. No, 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 no. Uh, it sounds like some far off exotic place. That she it's a Spanish, went. it's a Spanish uh Madrid. I think it's Madrid. See? They See? moved there for exotic. a while. <laughs> yeah, they moved there for a while. Like I love working with uh her and uh David. They're fucking awesome. Like uh yeah, that movie we did. I wish I wish we we posted it, but it it got like twelve nominations, dude. Like, she really did her thing as a director. She and she didn't even like that movie. See, sound like somebody <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, and I got to do the music for that. That shit felt so good to see my name on the big screen when we did the uh, the screen for it. That was that was amazing. Like. Um, yeah, it, it's just dope. Like, I just be, I feel like I'm Forrest Gump all the time because I just be in places, like, and meeting people for no reason. Like, <laughs> like, just like, what? Huh? What? I'm here? Yeah. And even, um, like, I think uh, I sent you, what, Amy Lyle or whatever. You got to do something with her, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know when that's coming out, though. Like, I haven't heard nothing back from her in a while. So I, I'm assuming the... The COVID probably slowed down, but yeah, we definitely locked in. Yeah, and then um, I got you here with these local Houston boys. I got to send you a clip of your music actually be playing in a in a uh, freaking movie and shit in a theater. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you sent it to me? Yeah, but I think you was just going through your shit at the time because you was just like, yeah, you weren't answering calls, you weren't replying to text messages. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> yeah, it was... It was, yeah, that, that time period was really, like, different. But it was necessary, though, so yeah. I could get get healthy and shit. Because, uh, you know, having a chronic health issue isn't fun, <laughs> especially if you're not on top of it. You know, so, but once you're on top of it, we, we could box. <laughs> like, we yeah. box. You know, I so. Need to get my, I still need to get my copy of it. But that movie... Is on um, YouTube. You can watch the full length movie on YouTube, and I think it's over. Yeah, let me get you the exact numbers. Uh, freaking 
but it's, I think it's over 300,000 views. Damn. <laughs> yeah, it's over uh, 300,000 right now. It's 3,000, 300,000, 334,000 views. And God, then it man. just got um, put on Tubi. If you're familiar with that uh, streaming service, yeah, I, I've heard of it. I'm gonna check that out now, and I'm gonna go in there with my family and watch it. Yeah, so it's on there, and yours is your song is playing like in the first what 10, 20 minutes of the movie. Damn. Because and, and what was weird about it, right? Because I remember sending you the info. I sent you and a couple of other people uh, the same email because the dude was looking for artists to um, put their music for the um, the film. I remember sending you that info. And, you know, they went so, I, it wasn't a long process, but it was long enough to where they shot the movie, they edited the movie, and then they freaking put the movie out that I forgot that I did that shit. And here I yeah. am sitting in the theater watching the movie, and I hear it, I was like, man, that sounds like Sir John Lee, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's cold. You A&R that. Like, you be A&R and shit, man. And then, um, uh, yeah, because I mean, I sat there. I, they they rolled the credits. I seen your name up there, and I was like, oh, I took a picture of that shit. I don't have it in my phone right now, but I saved it somewhere. Yeah, man. Like, man, I I just hope, man, because this musical journey is it's not like it's whack or anything. It's like, like my shit is good. Like it's just like I just hope that soon that it like gets to where it needs to be because like i'm not playing with people man like i want to be a pop star <laughs> i want to be playing with this shit i want to like because cause, like i don't know just just going back over all that shit and then seeing the shit that i have now that's ready to go and i'm like just obsessed with prince and uh you know, of course, Dipset. Yeah, don't be walking around here with no purple chaps, though, man. No, nah, I ain't gonna do that. I'm too big <laughs> for that, man. Chubby dudes can't be doing shit like that. <laughs> but, uh, like, I'm just, I don't know, like, I'm just really figuring out, like, and this is gonna sound dumb because I'm, like, of age and shit, like, figuring out who I am and, like, kind of what I'm here to do. Like, I, I'm just figuring that out. Like, I didn't know before like, if you asked me that before, I'd be like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I just like making music. But, like, I'm just here. I'm honestly here to tell my story, my family's story. Like, yeah. I figured that out. Like, just probably two weeks ago. <laughs> like, because, like, I just have this urge. Because Prince had his joint, his movie, like, when third, third, fourth album. I'm like, man, I need to do a biopic. Cause my story is crazy. Like it's crazy as hell from the beginning, especially like when I was nine years old, like, you know, the story and yeah. all those, it's, it's like Forrest Gump. It's like a beautiful mind in a way. It's like, it's just all this stuff. Like it would be an entertaining movie. Like I, I really want to, I really want to get to where I could do that what? as a, you know, Musician, I know people hear this like this nigga got delusions of grandeur. He's crazy. Like he want to do what? <laughs> but that's what I want to do. I want to do. I just want to do that. Like, I be having. Like I be. I I don't know if you ever got shot one of those texts from me. Like where I, it's just a random idea. 
No, but uh, you told me that, oh man, you, you, I can't wait for you to like hear or see the next thing that's coming. And I'm just sitting here like, all right, when is the next <laughs> thing coming? <laughs> yeah, like, because I mean, just having these crazy freaking ideas, like, like it'd be ideas for animated shows and shit. Like, I'd be like, what the fuck? And then when I like talk to my friends, and then I start telling them how much I appreciate them and like how much I think of their art and like where I believe it's gonna go. They'd be like, damn, this nigga got high expectations of me. Like, what the fuck? I'll be like, oh, my bad. Like, I just see you. Like, I'll be seeing, I don't know. I see my, I consider you my friend. I'll be seeing my friends, like the stuff that they create. Like, I see, I see it as if I'm looking at, like, like for you, like, in the vein of like Joe Rogan or, you know, just like, I just see you as the, the, the best you at the top as possible. So like, it's not an expectation. It's just like, I don't want to overwhelm or scare anybody. It's just like, yeah, you could, you could be there. You could be there. Huh? What'd you say? I was like, oh, oh Lord. I said, like, all this pressure. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not even pressure. I, I yeah. just like, if you want to be, like wherever you want to be, I see you there. Like and like and since I don't know at the time where you want to be, I just like okay, who's the best at this? Who is the biggest person? <laughs> like they should be there because that's like I don't know. That's just me. Like I, I do kind of, I kind of, uh, I'm like me to have the audacity to say I want to do an album. Like I had a my manager at that time, like he he had good intentions and what he was saying was making sense, but he's like, you shouldn't do album. It doesn't make any sense to have album. You don't have a fan base, which is true, but I created a fan base through the album yeah. by, by making that album. So And then, you know, it, that goes back to what I was talking about um just a couple of days ago with another guest. He wrote a book. And oh. I've always talked about writing a book. And for me, it's just to purely say that I am a published author. There's no other reason. There's no right. fame or, you know, adulation required for it. It's just like, it's just something I can say that I did. Right. You know? And then I feel like that about a lot of things. It's just, I want to say that I either, and, it, and there's no try. Either you do it or you don't. Right, you know? yeah. So I want to say that, you know, I did that. You know, I want to have an experience that I can look back on, you know, whether it was successful or not, I could say I did that shit, you know? No, nah, for real. Yeah, like, it, like, I don't know. Like, you just got to have the audacity, man. Like, just fuck it. Like, let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, I don't know. Like, it just, for me, somebody saying you can't do this or you shouldn't do this makes me want to do it even more. Like, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't stop me or discourage me. It just be like, because I then I because like what end up happening is, um, like because I was working on. Uh, let me tell you this other story. It, it correlates into this. I don't know if this is insane or not, <laughs> but but uh, all right. So back to bless you. After I made it, I sent it to this guy. His name is Kyle. He has a show called Is My Shit Tight, where they yeah he, he, I remember him. They review, yeah, yeah, you remember him. They review your song on the streets, but he didn't just review it on the streets. He took it to to A&Rs and producers and artists at 
uh, he didn't post the video, but he he just played it for them at a record at Atlantic Records actually, and like one of the writers there, like hit me up. He's like, "Yo, your shit is tight. Come here and come do some um, what do they call them? Like uh, demos? What's it called? Examples? Like yeah, when you write demos. a yeah when you when you when you write a song for an artist and then reference tracks that's what they're called okay when you write a song for an art famous artist and you have somebody come in and record the what you wrote for them just so they could have a reference so I was doing that actually like did like three or four songs with them and then like um we was finished for that day he paid me and then the next time he came. Uh, there was a A&R there and she's an artist too. Like people don't know, like there's a lot of people that work in the in- music industry who has the behind the scenes job, but want to be artists too. That yeah. happens a lot. Um, but well, I mean, you, you, I can, and I can get that or whatever, because I mean, if you work yourself within the system, right. That hard for you to put your shit into the system, <laughs> you know, Biggest, slide this right on in here. real. Yeah, quick. for real. Yeah, yeah, like it's dope. It's dope because like the person I'm gonna tell you about, like she's really fucking dope. Like she's so dope. She has the whole game in the palm of her hand, Loki. Uh, but yeah, um, like uh, on the side, uh, do you have this person's contact information? Yeah, I do. Um, you think this person would be down to talk about some of those ins and outs of the music business on a uh, podcast platform? I'll ask. I'll ask. I'm not sure though, because she's kind of a she's kind of one of those people. Okay, well, I understand who, the, who those people are. She likes to keep keep that stuff low play, key. Play close to the chest. I got you. But yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a actually though. But um, but her she walks in and homie Malik, that's the writer. He's like, you gotta check this dude out, and she's like, okay, and then like he's like, bro, player bless you, and we I connect my phone to the monitors. Play bless you, and then she's like, "Oh, that's fucking dope! Like, I like the way y'all collaborate on that." Blah blah blah, you know. And then he's like, "Wait, there's more. He produced it too." <laughs> and she's like, "What?" The? <laughs> and she's like, "What the? F- <laughs> what the? F- Her mind was blown. Like, she didn't understand." And she's like, "Send me some. Send me a beat folder tonight." I sent her a beat folder. We start working on her album, and then I start telling her how I want to. I want to make an album. And she's like, yeah, you should make one. You should make one. And I was like, really? And she's like, yeah. And it's like, yeah, because my manager, like, he didn't mean no harm. Like, I still got love for this dude. Like, we still talk. Like, um, he told me, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, you shouldn't because you don't have a fan base. And he's like, yeah, that's how you're going to build your fan base. Like, just put out singles and go by. And, like, she's, like, ever since then, like, she would be, like, the person I will go to if I have an idea. Like, I want to put out this song with the acapella. I want to do, and she'd be like, well, you should do a contest and have producers uh, make, remake your song with your acapella. Like, she'll just make it make sense for me, you know? Oh, so that's the same person that I seen already in the contest information? No, no, no. That's another person. You should interview her, too. Uh, That's uh, Danielle. She's the founder of Soundbag. Another yeah, good friend of mine's. That, like you should interview. A very interesting concept. I'm just like, what? You gonna put a, a, a what was what they call that? The MBI machine on the on the on the bag? MPT, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she has a great story too. Noted. 
but yeah, so I'll I'll um I'll ask both of them for you. I'll send the links and stuff. But um, but yeah, like, it, but I just tell that story to say like, like once somebody's gonna say no and somebody's gonna say yes, you know. So mm-hmm. you might as well do what you want to do anyways, you know, and figure out like in in figure out how to practically deliver on it, you know, mm-hmm. like to make it make sense, you know, because I mean, like everybody got a dream, but nobody like really, a lot of people just let it sit there. Everybody like, want to be a millionaire, but they don't want to do the work. <laughs> yeah, like everybody, <laughs> wanna, everybody wanna go to heaven, but nobody want to do the work. Like that is a like, oh man, that song, that song is so practical. Like it's not a hit song or anything like that. And it's actually the intro for the next album, but it it just does what it do- needed to do. Mm-hmm. It did what it needed to do, and that's why I love that song. <laughs> Speaking of a next album, I mean, what's the vibe on that? I mean, do we have a title for it, or is it yeah, still in the works? No, it, to be honest with you, it's done. It's oh, done. I just, well. I just didn't know how to. I just don't know how I want to put it out yet, you know, like, because okay. it's kind of weird now. Like, yeah, because you use a complex individual. I can see that. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of. <laughs> no, not even like that. It's just, I know how fucking with you, man. It's just, it's just, it's just, uh, it's a weird time. Like, streaming is down. Like, I know it's better to be a, a independent artist right now, but I kind of want to, honestly, like, Yo, like I kind of wanted to kind of go back to uh, what we was talking about earlier, or whatever. Um, Buster Rhymes, this new album that came out, that Extinction of Level Event Two, right? Y- your boy is selling actual cassette tapes as a part Sick. of his merch package. I want to do that. I want to do that so bad. I want to do that. I want to do like even CDs, vinyls, all that stuff. Because mm-hmm. like vinyl, I don't know. Did you did resurgent. you peep? Did you peep, peep the uh, cover art for it? Because I, I did the like close friends only thing on Instagram for, stories. For I posted the cover art for for the next project. Oh, okay. and I gave the title out actually. This is son of a bitch. Hold yeah. <laughs> yeah, on. it's yeah. Because like I like it's specifically for you on Instagram. It's like I follow you. But it's just like I don't even know when something's gonna be there and gone. So it's like, uh. <laughs> yeah, it was in the stories though, not in the uh, oh, not yeah, in the that post. Shit's gone. <laughs> yeah, that shit gone. But yeah, like, I mean, it's it's ready to go. I I just, it's like, how do you follow up peace with wolves? <laughs> like, how do you follow that shit up? Like I don't know if I'll get the same support for it. I think like people's burnt out on me now. Like he's like how son how I don't, I don't know I don't know. It's just like all right, you did your thing now. Now all right, now you could go back being a regular person now. Oh, no, no, no. we, we, we and, can't we can't do that now, man. We done kicked the dough in. We got to keep running. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I kind of honestly like I really, 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 really want to work with a a major with this one. If not this one, the next one. But I really want to somehow get some kind of thing because the album's already done. Like I recorded it myself, like everything else. But like it's just, 
I could just if somebody just like be like, hey, here, take this album and market it and uh promote it and shit like that and uh take your money, whatever money you spend, take it back and take whatever and then well, I, let I, me- I see I see what I see what the problem is. I see what you want now. Cause I mean, you know, you know what you went through with the last one and everything, all the leg work and all the shit that you did is like, you just want to do the work. <laughs> let somebody yeah. handle all the other bullshit. Yeah, just, <laughs> nah, for real, it is. I just want, like, I don't, like, I don't want to do that leg work again. That God was a lot. It. Like, God, I did God a damn lot. it, boy, you, you, you want to go to the Grammys, but you don't want to do the work. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna just keep remixing false profit. <laughs> Yeah, let's do that for the next three years or so. Like, let's keep remixing that. But yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, there was a lot of shit. Like, I put a lot of like money wise, and a lot of stuff didn't come back. Yeah, as far mm-hmm. as like invest, investment, a lot of my friends helped out a lot, like donating time. Somebody, uh, I think Lady Lady T, yeah, she uh, helped me get the location for the. Um, for the uh the event uh homies was donating food and stuff like that getting like shooting videos for me for free like it is a lot a lot of like it was a lot of work yeah I so like it, man I, I especially man cuz you know that return on investment <laughs> yeah see we ain't seen that yet we ain't we we ain't seen no return like the return on investment for me for this was like the the love it got which i was shocked like i was really shocked uh you know especially for me to get in front of Pusha T. that was insane yeah, that was crazy yeah that was insane but uh yeah like i really want to like i don't want it to be an accident this time like mm-hmm. I want it to be like for real like cause cause you know knowing people that work at labels and seeing and them showing me the actual marketing budget just for social media just for one social media platform at that like I was like oh damn <laughs> <laughs> I got that like you know like it, music is an interesting thing cause it like for me since I'm the producer the writer like I'm engineering a lot of my stuff now I'm saving like a lot of money like I'm not spending money like and then I'll spend money on videos or whatever which I'm kind of like I don't know if I could because they oh because uh Bo Profits had a had a video treatment but um but um uh the COVID happened and then you know the rules for stuff I mean, we could probably pull it off now, but, but, uh, yeah, it's just a lot. People, artists, like, people don't tell you, like, the, the, the money that goes into it on the independent grind. Like, you gotta do a lot. Yeah. You gotta do a lot. So, I ain't mad. Ain't no labels. I ain't with the whole F the label movement. I ain't with the whole, like, I mean, sure, get your masters. But they're ne- the labels are necessary for artists. Like it, it's not like it's bad, but it's not all their fault necessarily. Like because you gotta remember, this is a loan. They're investing in you. Like I've seen some be- some budgets. Like shit, they're investing <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Like not even just promotion. Like wardrobe. 
all kinds of stuff, hair for, you know, and makeup for the uh, women artists and mm-hmm. like, it's a lot being invested. So yeah, and then uh, you, a lot of the times when you even, especially here in Houston, Houston supports his artists so much. They get so much love here, and it's fucking crazy, you know, because what they were able to do, like you know, like Mike Jones, Slim Thug, Chameleonaire, all those guys from here, what they did, they they did they shit independently, then they got a major record label deal made as much money as they can with the help and support they can get from the record label, then went independent after that and start making investments and they're going to making their own music independently here. See, and that's, the, that's what you could easily do. Like, like if, especially if you have a back catalog and shit, and then like you, on your third album, you're like, you know, what? I want to work with a major label, go with the label, let them sign, let them have hold whatever on the masters or whatever. And then, do a two two album deal dip and then start putting out albums independently again. Like the promotion alone is worth the investment. Like that promotion that and that's gonna give them a crazy boost. But yeah, but I don't know nothing. I I just be. I mean, you should you just hit me to some shit or whatever. It sounds like what we need to be working on right now, Sir John Lee, is a, is yeah. a back catalog. You know, we got he eats with wolves under the belt. We got freaking melancholy under the belt. You know, we got, we got the, we got the, uh, even the stuff I produce. That's 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 counting. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's like, that's across multiple platforms right there for multiple artists right there. So you do have uh, freaking a work history. So I mean, we need to build and expand. So this is, you know, we got the next album getting ready to come out when it does come out. So that's adding to your legacy and your history and everything. And what I what I think. You know, from an outsider looking in, uh, you need to, I believe, because I mean, you you got a good base there and a support system where you are, you know, to help you with your music, people that you know and whatnot. But I think you need to expand out of your circle a little bit, start working with random motherfuckers. I ain't saying me, I'm not plugging myself, but uh, (laughs) just start venturing out there, man, and find other artists away from where you are. And yeah, read the word. I see what you're talking about. I see what you're talking about. That makes a lot of sense, actually. You know, I, I know somebody down here in oh, Louisiana. Who people? Uh, I, I know you know Black Rambo, right? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think you, think you put me on. Yeah, you need you need to hook up with Black Rambo because other than shooting guns, he he do music too. <laughs> oh, see, I I didn't know that. Yeah, well, that's the thing. That was. I, Cause I served with him, I was in the military with him, and that's all I knew him to do was rap and just freestyling and music and shit. And then he got out and pursued the music, but the Black Rambo shit and all the stuff he was doing with his guns stopped that popping off, off and everything, and he just kind of slid that to the side for a little bit. Huh? So see, it's always, it's always like that's crazy. It's always that like thing. You never know what's gonna be that thing that pops, like you know. So I mean, you're a multifaceted individual. So I'm just saying, play the field, man. I mean, you can produce, you can write, you can also perform. So I mean, you're a triple threat in the music industry. So I mean, do all three. Play play all your your cards, motherfucker. Do it all. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I feel it. Yeah, that's true. And then, uh, 
And even if you want to stay Cali-based, I've been trying to get you with this motherfucker for a little over three or four years. Goddamn Zyme, who damn don't never stay in the state. So I guess it's kind of hard to get a hold <laughs> But if you go into Manila and Vietnam. Because yeah, I remember we came close like that one time, like he tweeted at me and I was like, yeah, let's do it. And the next day I was gone though. <laughs> I was gone. It'd be like that sometimes. Yeah, but uh, yeah, like, cause my thing, here's the thing, people don't know that I actually wanna, I actually wanna work outside of California. Like, I don't just wanna be all in LA, you know, like I wanna do other stuff outside. I wanna work with more R&B acts too. Like, I wanna work with, you know, but yeah. I know somebody that do some R&B, dude. <laughs> Let's do it, man. I know a little bit of everybody, man. It's just like yeah, you do. You know everybody. And even if I don't know them, I know somebody who knows somebody. Yeah, yeah. Because I think I think I think I've peaked in LA as a producer. Work. I think, think I peaked. How you feeling right now? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I honestly, I think I think I peaked. I think that was it. For as far as LA, I think that's it. And then you know, and you know what I think that would be good for you as well to get exposure with all these other different artists and whatnot from different places, because I mean, they inject a little bit of a style on right. your stuff and whatnot, you know, that, Hey, he can do this style of producing or this style of rap or this style or whatever, you know, you got to be versatile. Yeah. Cause I just learned just now learning those, um, those danceable joints. <laughs> like I'm just learning. <laughs> like I mean, like I thought it was a BPM thing, but it's actually a, 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 a more of a swing bounce thing. Mm -hmm. Just learning, so I'm not just a <laughs> like I'm not just a uh, sample based guy. I'm not just a whatever you think I am. Like I could do anything. Like you give me some time to learn. You just give me exactly what you know how to do. I can learn it. Like, cause I'm one of those weird people who kind of like, you just show me how to do something one time. I could do it. And then, then how weird do you want to get as far as uh, creativity wise? Cause man, I don't care, man. Cause, cause like I said, <laughs> like, I know some people that do r and I know some motherfuckers that rap. I got some people that do like acoustic soul type shit or whatever. I know a little bit of everybody that do a little bit of everything. You know, I think yeah, that's what like, really exposure for you. Even if you don't put it out just to have the working experience and the, you know, a motherfucker that do that type of thing to kind of learn from. As long, like, it's two things. As long as I, as long as publishing right, as long as they, you know, like, not to sound all materialistic and shit, but like, as long as pay pays involved. Oh, yeah, I know, cause you you said yeah. it on the song already in the album that you know ain't no more pay, free <laughs> beats and shit. Man, you'd be surprised though, man. Like, oh god, I I have I have a story for you off. Okay. podcast yeah yeah i'm not i'm not so surprised well because i've been trying to get a sir john lee intro for the show for years now and i haven't got it yet. oh no nah, that's different i, I guess not, my pockets ain't that big no 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 it's just you you picky too picky that's <laughs> i'm not picky dude have you heard wait do you question do you want me to rap over it too or do you want me because yeah. i i've said it before it, oh, it was just the instrument. Okay, that wasn't yeah. clear. I I didn't know you wanted me to rap over it too. Yeah, because that's how I got the the bless you instrumental. Because you like you about to rap. I was like, nah, <laughs> I just want to play it. 
Oh man, like let me. Dang, I really got dang a jingle. How many? How many? How many uh, minutes it gotta be? Whatever you feel is appropriate, sir. Because I got some that's like five seconds. I got some that's like thirty seconds. I got some that's over a minute. I think I could do that. I could do that. Let me stop bullshitting. Because I thought you was just one of the instrumental. My bad. <laughs> Shit, my homeboy uh, Delvin Cox just did me one not too long ago. Apparently, he used to rap back in the day, and it shows. I'm not saying that in a negative way. I was just like, he has that older style of rap. <laughs> uh, why do I think uh, I said the hip hop, the hip? hip, 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 hip <laughs> That's what it feels like. <laughs> oh shit! You said it, and I felt, I felt it. I was like, "Yep, that's it." <laughs> Man, oh, this know. is see, and this is why. Like, this is the point. Hip hop cannot be elitist. Can't be like you can't be uh, from another era and look down on uh, the kids. I'm talking to rappers. The kids from this era, the way they're rapping, because your rapping was ridiculous too. Rapping didn't get nice, nice until like the mid '90s. Mm. <laughs> like uh, there was only like Rakim, Kuji uh, rap, and Big Daddy Kane. Rakim, Kuji rap, and Big Daddy Kane. There was only them three. They was the only inventive rappers. Like before that, it was just uh, I went to the store, and bought the fuck. <laughs> 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 like y'all can't, y'all can't. I'm talking to rappers only. As a fan, you can have your opinion, whatever. But in hip hop, you cannot be elitist at all. That was a damn. It was just a a journal set to a beat and shit. I woke up this morning, had me some eggs. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm still tired, so I got back in bed. (laughs) I went to the store, and it was cold. I got me some brisk, and then I got told, oh, (laughs) like, it'd be be just Curtis Blowflow all day. Shit. Yeah. Hip hop cannot I... be elitist for that reason alone. <laughs> oh shit. But yes, man. We we're we gonna spread this this Sir John Lee seed all over the place and whatnot because you know anytime I think about you, I listen to your music or whatever, and I was like, something's gotta give. Something something's gotta happen because this shit is too good. Not to be in everybody's household, you know. That's just that's that's the way I hear it and I see it, and that's how I think about it. Yeah, know? like that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like it's my fault because for too long I've been doing the humble thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh no, I'm not that good, you know. Like, and I know damn well I'm that good, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just like I've always been afraid of people knowing how I feel about myself. If that makes any sense. Yeah. But like. I'm not like arrogant with the shit. Like I know there's a thousand other rappers that's probably better than me, but I'm fucking good. I'm fucking good. What's what's going on? What's the fucking hold up? What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because um, I know. I mean, you you might have a spot opening up here pretty soon, you know? Because I mean, Lil Pump was at a goddamn Trump rally. That clown. I don't know why we let that little boy in hip hop. Because <laughs> he got a little on the front of his name. Maybe we should name you the Little Sir John Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Little surgeon. Nah, I was about to tweet the other day. It's like, man, I want to rap on one of them pseudo mustard beats too. <laughs> like, because in L- LA, like, you know, like the most popping songs are those mustard. It don't be DJ Mustard, but it be like sounding like mustard and everybody be rapping over those beats. <laughs> like, that. that's that's the like 
But I don't, I don't know. I'm not trying to be the LA popping. I'm trying to be worldwide popping. Like, yeah. I don't know. That's that's weird. That's weird for me to say out loud. I know, like, it's like I don't want to be arrogant or anything. But I, I want to do a movie. I want to win a Grammy. <laughs> I want to have the EGOT. God damn it! I'm gonna do an animated show. Like, I got the next two albums planned out already. One of them's already done. I gotta start on the next one. Like, come on. <laughs> Come on. So, so we, we need to spread the word. We need to get the music out there. We need to get your talents out there so we can have a whole bunch of uh, B-Rob-like fans calling you at one something in the morning from the Taco Bell drive-thru talking about how motherfuckers jamming your music and shit. Oh, 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 speaking of that, on the album, so that's going to, uh, that's going to be my, um like, uh, Avengers-esque tie-in. It's going to be like the end credit scenes. For those of you listening, don't know what it is. Rob sent me, like he said, an audio message of him in the Taco Bell drive through somebody, him talking to another person, and he's showing them um, digital pyramids. So, like, when my album's finished, the next album, when it's finished, when the runtime is over, like, it's going to be dead silence, right? And then, like, probably, like, 30 seconds later, you're going to... B Rob's gonna pop out because he's the freaking, um, the freaking what's the nigga's name? What is it? Is am I? If you're saying I'm Nick Fury, is what Nick you're Fury, the Nick Fury <laughs> of the because I, this sounds stupid, but the albums I work on in the um in my albums they're all in a cinematic universe. I got you. You know, so like even if it's just one song like that on Rob, Ronnie's uh, last album, Bloom, like she's still a part of the, the Court of Wolves cinematic universe, I guess you could say. I, got you. <laughs> I understand it. I feel yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, this is ridiculous ideas. I know these ideas sound nuts, but <laughs> that's how I look at my fucking albums. I'm a fucking nerd. So I Amen. Put, put this stuff in my art. <laughs> so I put it in my art. <laughs> And what they said, the most famous and creative people are the ones that, uh, you know, other people thought was crazy anyway. So, yeah, that's true. But I don't want to be cra- I'm not crazy, though. I'm not probably I promise you I'm a sane and a sane individual. I, I'm a functioning. I just think different. Damn it. That's all it is. <laughs> I'm functioning. uh uh Wait, what functioning? What is it called? <laughs> what is Musicholic? I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. Functioning, uh, stable, uh, working. Uh, you add on to society. I forgot, man. Yeah, I'm tripping. You, you good? You good to go? <laughs> <laughs> man, people gonna listen to this like, dang, this, this is wild. <laughs> Shit, but man, we have come to the end of the road. It's always a blast talking with you man picking your brain seeing how you're feeling mentally and how you're feeling about music which i thoroughly enjoy fuck if anybody else do i do i know i didn't hey, enjoy it. Hey, thank you thank you <laughs> you, know, and, uh, you, you are the 3R show king you are the most uh visited guest of this podcast so i mean i i still got to give you adulations and flowers while you're here with us and everything thank, because thank, i appreciate the hell out of you my man <laughs> Yeah, thanks, man. What should do? I, I, don't, I don't know why I'm physically clapping. I got buttons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got production value. Uh, he got production value. Yeah. 
surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> oh man, it's fun as usual. As usual, like shit is so much fun. It's good talking with you. Good catching up. But I'm uh, seeing you some people your way, man. I mean, it, it's it's on you to, and them to choose if you're gonna work together. But I'm gonna send them your way. I'm I'm gonna keep sending you what you need. Send them, um, especially uh uh. Hey, what is his name again? Black. Black Rambo. Black Rambo. Yeah, I'm really intrigued by that. Very well. But before you go, my friend, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. All right, so you can find me anywhere at Sir John Lee. That's S-I-R-J-O-N-L-E-E. Uh, Instagram, that's Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, no, you can't have my LinkedIn. We're going to keep that separate. <laughs> not, not, not yet. Uh, <laughs> uh, what, else, what else we on? We on, we on pretty much everything. TikTok. I don't got no videos, though, yet. Yeah, but there's a bunch you, of reasons. I just used it to lurk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like to, cause a bunch of people did a Bullet Club challenge thing on there, so it's like five people. Yeah, that I just reposted. I, I think if I ever figured out how to repost, but um, what else? Is, what else is cool? What's another cool social media site? Um, YouTube. YouTube. I said YouTube. Is there anything else? Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Uh, you can Google me. You can find a lot of interesting information about me there uh who says google me anymore though but i i just had a guy on here not too long ago that said googling so yeah it's still yeah, a you, term <laughs> yeah if you google me you'll find everything oh yeah i'm on apple music itunes spotify title um any other streaming platform because i don't know them all right now <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah, that was it. As it is, you know, I know you done heard this many a times. As it is for any guest of the Random Rams with Rob podcast, the door is always open for you to come back, pr- promote your next big thing, or just to shoot the shit like we did today. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Big thank you to the homie, Sir John Lee. I think he is. I already said it. I think he's the, well, I don't think I know. He is the most uh, visited guest of this show. So it's a big appreciation to have all this cataloged entries of him being here and chatting with me and discussing life and his music and everything. It's an honor and a privilege to know this dude. And I'm just waiting for the day that that jet take off, man. And he just straight to the moon, brother. Straight to the moon. I, I have never been so more uh, invested and confident in somebody that's a, ever been on this show uh, more than him. And I wish him all the great things that he is looking for. And I hope all the good things come to him. You know, if you're not familiar with Sir John Lee's music, I I, I, I fully endorse it. I ask that you uh, take the time out to Go to whatever streaming platform that you frequent and um, type him in. You'll find at least one song that you like, maybe two or three. But, um, yeah, great to have the homie Sir John Lee. We hit the horns for him. And, um, yeah, awesome. So, 
as I sit here on this Saturday night to record this for Sunday morning, there's an issue that has arisen that I'm going to talk about here for a brief second. What the fuck is up with Instagram? Why did they change their shit? You know, I'm trying to do my my Walmart log and everything, and it's more increasingly difficult for me to do my shit, you know? Because usually it was a damn, you hold the button down, and you can let go the button, and that's, a, that's like a clip. You can do multiple of those for a span of one minute. You know how Instagram works. But now, you have to continuously hold the button. So this doesn't allow for me to set up stuff and do jokes and make clips and everything. And it pisses me off. I'm very mad at that. I mean, I'm, I'm not against change and innovation of any uh, social media platform or whatever, but this one, I do not like. I like the accessibility to um, post stories, reels, and go live. It's all at a touch of a button down there. But if I want to post the videos like how I wanted to post the videos, I cannot do that. I might as well just daggone record directly into my phone and marry all the shit together in a third-party app and then put it on goddamn Instagram. It's bullshit. I don't like it at all. It's bullshit. And furthermore, what else is bullshit is that sorry son of a bitch on Instagram at 3RShow, which is not me, which should be me, still ain't posted no new information, still ain't answering my DMs, and I'm still pissed about that. So... I'm right here. I'm looking at this bitch right now. Last photo posted was September 26, 2017. And it makes me angry because I want the handle at 3R show for my shit. And I can't have it. I can't have it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> thanks for listening to my nonsense. Thank you for supporting this show however you support, whether it be going to randomrob.com and buying a hat, a shirt, um, some pins, or whatever the case may be, I appreciate your support. Or whether it be the most important way that you can help support this podcast and any other podcast that you listen to is by listening, liking, subscribing, retweeting, sharing with your friends, and all that stuff. I, I really, really appreciate those of you who've done all these things. And for your continued support, I'd like to say thank you. <laughs> I don't know what my, my mind went blank. I just seen some booty on Instagram when I was stewing over this at 3R show debacle or whatever it is. It, it's my zen to look at some booty cheeks, preferably my wife's, but I'm in this room and she way in the other room and the phone's in my hand so that's what it be <laughs> oh shit but hey you can follow me on social media at 3R show on twitter at least I got it on twitter um, facebook search 3R show or the random randoms with Rob cause that's the name of the show 3R show is just 
for convenience, so I don't have to keep saying the random rams with Rob. And you can find me on Instagram at the three R show. Sorry, son of a bitch. Uh, you can find me on twitch.tv forward slash three R show. You can find video content on YouTube. Search for three R show. So you kind of get the gist of the things for the most part. Hell, when this PlayStation 5 get to my house on Tuesday, you can um, play games with me. Look for a 3R show. I haven't made that change on Xbox. I'm I'm still attached to B-Rob Serious. And I've had that since day one of freaking online play for Xbox. But I might change it over just for convenience sake. I want everybody to be able to easily find me and whatnot. But... Yeah, that's it. Um, my nephew's still looking for a kidney. Can't can't uh, push that to the side. I, I, I tweet about it every day, but he needs a living donor for um, for him. And uh, you can find out more information about that on kidneyforchrispage.com. That's kidney, the number four, Chris Page. Page is P A I G. So I appreciate it if you uh, gave that a look. If you can't even if you can't give a kidney, um, there's a GoFundMe on there to help with uh, medical expenses and whatnot. So uh, give it a, a eyeball, share it with people, you know, donate if you can, kidney and or money. <laughs> but uh, that's it. That has been my time. I got some more episodes coming up for you. Got some more video content coming out and. There are some new episodes of Wrestling This Trash that will be hitting your ear holes here pretty soon. So I appreciate you all for listening, and I'll see you next time.